Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. A rested child is a happy child. Sleep Tight Stories is a weekly podcast that brings comfort and joy to families worldwide with calming bedtime stories. The stories are relevant to children and spark wonder without overstimulation, so they can fall asleep and stay asleep. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For a bedtime routine you'll miss when they're grown, Sleep Tight Stories. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, Sharp Money, I want to thank Andy Staples again for joining. Brennan White straight from the DraftKings floor coming up in just a little bit as we welcome you back. Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson, live from the D. I'm Patrick Maher, live from Los Angeles. This is Sharp Money. It's VSIN, the sports betting network. We're going to welcome in Connor Allen, sports betting manager for, for football and bet spurts at Connor Allen NFL on Twitter. You can check out the podcast. I encourage you to do so. Move the line. My man's hit 57, right around 57% the last two seasons, which is very, I want to discuss that this distinction because oftentimes new bettors getting into the space, they see uh, people talking about win percentages of 60 plus. That's just not going to happen consistently. If you're hitting right around 56, 57%, I can assure you, you're going to make plenty and plenty of money. And Connor Allen has done that. Hi, Connor. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. Uh, we were talking during the break. So why don't we start here, kickoff week six in Kansas City of of course, the number's going to be big. We got 11 on the side. The totals come down, Connor, because of that wind, uh, down 51 on the opener, down to 47. Not sure if you have an official play side or total or prop, but let's jump into Thursday night football here to start. Yeah, this game's tough. I, I don't think the wind's going to play too much of a factor. Based on our research, we're looking at like 14, 15 mile per hour sustained winds. Usually that doesn't really affect quarterback play until 20 mile per hour sustained winds. There's gusts up to 30, though, so that means there might be a couple throws that are a little bit errant. So we'll see there there uh, if that happens. But my only play in this game, really, I took some Javante Williams unders. I took under 36 and a half rushing yards. I think that there's just a lot of outs for this to happen right here because obviously he missed last week. We saw Jaleel McLaughlin come in and crush Samaje Piran still going to play a role. So if McLaughlin plays more, then we're probably going to see less Williams. If, you know, Williams isn't fully healthy, then he probably plays left less. If the Chiefs get a big lead, then we probably see fewer runs. Like there's so many different outs here that I think can lead to this under. Really, the only way we lose that one is if the he goes right back into his regular role. The Broncos keep it close and focus on the run, which is possible. But I think there's enough outs in the under for that to hit like that call we talked about that one yesterday as well Ravens Titans here this game in London Ravens laying four against Tennessee Connor is there a particular edge or side you favor in this matchup yeah, this is probably one of my favorite games so far on the slate. I played three things. I played Ravens minus four, Zay Flowers over 55 and a half receiving yards. And I took Ryan Tannehill under 210 passing yards. I think this game is going to come down to whether the Titans defense can pressure Lamar, though. Right now, 10th in pressure rate, but Lamar's splits under pressure are significant. Uh, but if the Titans don't get pressure, allowing an 80% completion rate, 8.3 yards per attempt. And so I think that we're going to see that occasionally happen here and, and a guy like Zay Flowers get loose. Zay Flowers, Ravens clear number one wide out, 28% target share 31 percent of the team's air yards titans are allowing an average of seven receptions for 92 receiving yards to opposing wide receiver ones and then ryan Tannehill, uh, i think in this spot here might struggle uh without Traylon burks has struggled against good pass defense teams and the ravens defense so far second in epa success rate and allowing the fewest explosive pass plays of the season so a couple of different bets there but i, I like all three of those in this spot okay just to reiterate connor likes the ravens lane four in london Zay Flowers, WR1, over 55 and a half receiving yards. And Ryan Tannehill, under 210 as far as the pass yard prop. 
We're joined by Connor Allen, sports betting manager for for four football and bet spurts at Connor Allen NFL on Twitter. Check out the podcast. Connor does a great job. Move the line in. As we talk about it, we've got more bets to get to, but I see you're wearing the Circa lid, Connor. Did you get involved in Circa Millions and or Circa Survivor, which has been a bloodbath this, <laughs> this year? Yeah, I played in a couple of Survivor contests. Uh, currently not not alive, unfortunately, but um, I, they had an event out in Chicago. They just launched their sports book out in Illinois, and so that was cool to meet some of the guys there. Um, it's great, you know, great staff, great crew, and uh, obviously great sports book. Is that where you're, is that where you're based there in the Midwest in Illinois? Yep. yep in Josh well, in Chicago. Okay. Well, let me ask you uh, about a Chicago team. All of a sudden I, I'd be curious to get your take uh, just on the team itself. And we can talk about a number where Chicago is hosting Minnesota. Minnesota's in a weird spot, right? Emotional letdown potentially after that loss against Kansas city at home, Justin Jefferson goes to the IR and like shockingly fields has been balling the last two weeks. I, I know a lot of people got wiped out in survivor with Washington at home, getting blown out by Chicago. Give us an idea where everybody is on the bears and maybe a thought on that game. Yeah. The, the pulse in the city here is pretty wild because I've never seen a city and, you know, group of people so excited heading into a season about a team just to be fall flat on their face in week one. It was just so apparent that everything that had been talked about in the off season just didn't come to fruition. It was, you know, Justin Fields is going to take a step forward with a better offensive line with DJ Moore, And, you know, the passing game was going to be better and then the defense was going to be better with these new, new signings. Literally none of that happened. Uh, now their defense is banged up, you know, DJ or Justin Fields didn't take a step forward as a passer. Now that being said, he's played well the last few weeks. They're kind of letting him just do his thing and he may never be that like franchise quarterback they want in terms of like being a consistent pocket passer, but he's playing well. I think there's going to be a good spot here against the Vikings. Their secondary hasn't played all that well specifically and they run a lot of zone blitzes and Justin Fields in his career has actually played really well against the blitz, but not too well against pressure. So it's those situations again, where if they blitz, but don't get pressure, which happens a lot with Minnesota, Justin Fields could take advantage of that. So I think I like the over in this game, to be honest. I think that there's plenty of points scored, even with Justin Jefferson out. Connor, I want to go to a game that really catches my eye, Seattle and Cincinnati. This line sitting at three Bengals laying it at home. Uh, what do you like in this matchup and why? Yeah, I lean towards the Seattle here side here at plus three. I think they're getting healthier defensively. Now we're going to have Tariq Woolen, Devin Witherspoon, and Jamal Adams playing all together here. Uh, and we look at this this Bengals offense here. Joe Burrow has been one of the worst quarterbacks under pressure this season because of his injury. 40% completion rate, 2.6 yards per attempt. Seahawks so far, one of the best teams getting pressure in the league. Obviously, a lot of that's skewed by the Giants game that we just saw where they were, you know, in the back, basically living in the opponent's backfield here specifically. But I still think that that might be a little bit more sticky. They blitz a bunch more as well once they got their key defenders back, but specifically offensively for the Seahawks offense, I think they're going to have a ton of success running the ball against Cincinnati. Cincinnati's run defense has been among the worst in the league so far, basically bottom five in most key metrics that I look at. Yes, but Connor, the show that you're on right now, Sharp Money, are the biggest Bengals fans on the planet. I'll tell you what happened. We got a thousand dollars Super Bowl. We got a th well, just it, we had to do something here, okay? Just we had a thousand dollar free roll on uh, uh, Super Bowl futures, okay? So we won a little contest amongst the other shows here, and so you just took a look at the market and the and the pricing on the Super Bowl futures there at Circa, and. Like, for example, you saw 28 to one on Cincinnati over at DraftKings. We got the Bengals at 40 to one over at Circus Sports. It was all about the price. 40 to one's a pretty good price, no? Oh, I love that. That's 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 more than fine. I mean, I actually think they're probably underrated as a whole in the market. Uh, if things start to click as Joe Burrow gets healthier, I just think in this spot, I, I think Seattle's underrated as well. But yeah, 40 to one is, is not a bad look as well because I mean, Burrow's going to get healthier. He's going to play better as long as they kind of are able to glide by there for a little bit. I think that they'll be able to, they'll be fine. As long as they make the playoffs, that's all you gotta do. Make the playoffs. Did you guys notice how I yelled at Connor to make sure that he liked our bet? Well, I, didn't think he, I, I didn't think he had an option after you said you like our play. No. <laughs> yeah, my, That's called leading the witness. Yeah. I mean, I've been doing this for way too long. You like the play, don't you, Connor? Or we're going to hang up on you. Uh, one more. And I don't know if it's going to be PJ Walker. I, I know Deshaun hasn't practiced. My assumption it is for Cleveland going to be Walker at quarterback. Um, you right now, let's go ahead and take a look at their play. You got the 49ers laying seven at the Browns. 
Yeah, I mean, this is tough. I think I, you know, I do a couple shows each week. And, you know, when I texted our producer, the producer here, I think it was like seven. You know, I played five and a half earlier in the week. I played six and a half, hoping it was still seven. But like you said, it's, it's leaning more and more towards PJ Walker starting here. Deshaun Watson doesn't practice out of the bye. Just not a good sign. So I think in this spot here, though, we're getting up to like Niners minus nine, minus eight and a half in this spot. I still lean towards the Niners, but I mean, I get it's becoming a lot more efficient. And I think a couple of reasons why I still like the Niners in this spot, you know, Cleveland's banged up on their offensive line a little bit. Still Joel, Joel Batonio is still not practicing. Uh, I'm just not confident at all that the Browns can move the ball here without Nick Chubb going forward and, you know, banged up offensive line in a tough matchup. And then specifically this Niners offense, basically the best that they've had in the last 20 years in my mind. Uh, and this Cleveland defense here, they've looked amazing to start the season. One of the best teams through four weeks. And then they played against Lamar Jackson, who averaged 9.8 yards per attempt, completed nearly 80% of his passes. And this Niners team, I think, is a significant step up offensively than what we saw from the Ravens. So I'm not saying that they're going to blow them out of the water or anything, but I think that they'll have some success offensively, whereas the Cleveland offense will be tough to come by. So I still lean towards the Niners, but again, we're getting up to like nine. I don't know if it gets to 10, but I'm curious if you guys uh, have talked about that at all, too. We, we've not well, got we, we so actually good. sorry to interrupt you Amal, Amal was right because we wanted we were going to bet the 49ers but remember they were like what Amal five and a half yeah. to one prior to the blowout of the Cowboys and then they dropped Connor to like three and a half to one so with a thousand dollars we got to split it like 10 ways we could there was no way we could justify that price. Yeah, by then you're not even be able to buy a dinner you know with different, <laughs> different current rates so you got to at least make do something nice. Yeah. When you look at San Francisco right now, Connor, I don't know if you have the same perspective. We talked about this after the game on Monday. It just seems like there's hard to find a deficiency with this 49ers team right now. Oh, totally. I mean, the only way that people have had success is like the Rams had some offensive success, kind of stretching them a little bit and then going underneath. But, you know, that just doesn't exist with a lot of teams. Like not every team can kind of stretch their defense in a way that matches what what is necessary in order to win. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be really, really dependent on their opponent. And just frankly, there aren't a lot of teams that can take advantage of that. Do you? Well, I won't ask you. We just have a minute here. I won't ask you if you like the Lions because you grew up in Illinois. I grew up in Michigan. But do you like this Lions team this year? Let me ask you that way. Yeah, I mean, I, th I think they're legit. I, their injury report, though, is a disaster as of like an hour ago, you know. So, I, again, it's coming in tough. I laid some Lions minus three. I think that they're very legit in terms of the NFC contenders. Um, their offense is really strong. They're becoming a little bit more multiple. Ben Johnson is being able to utilize his players a lot more. And now we get Jameson Williams coming back. If we have... Sam Laporta healthy going forward, um, you know, Amon Rossi Brown healthy going forward. They just have a multitude of weapons and ways that they can execute, even with Jared Goff being good, but you know, mostly a sum of his parts quarterback. So I think in this spot here, uh, their defense, you know, again, injured, but when healthy, I think are really strong. So yeah, I like the Lions going forward as well. Ben Johnson is a maestro. I'm glad you called him out. Connor Allen. Connor Allen, NFL on Twitter. Make sure you check out the podcast, Move the Line. Great job, Connor. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Appreciate having me on. Okay. Good stuff. Enjoyed that spot. We're back. Shower money. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When your child fights sleep, it can feel like a battle you'll never win. Imagine a bedtime routine you all look forward to where you cuddle in and let the stress of the day melt away. Welcome to Sleep Tight Stories, a calming weekly podcast that brings bedtime stories, cuddles, and comfort to families worldwide. The stories are quirky, relatable, and spark wonder without overstimulation, so listeners can fall asleep and stay asleep. Each episode is narrated by me, Cheryl McLeod, a second-grade teacher, and written by my husband, Clark, an eternal second grader at heart. Tune in tonight and bond over a story before drifting off to sleep. Make bedtime the sweetest part of your day. Sleep tight stories. 
Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids, where episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We learned how to recycle at the beach. That was great fun. Callie, what do you say? It was. And that time when we did the science experiment and Billy made raisins dance. That is so cool, Billy. He did. <laughs> Not to mention when a certain Elliot took up swimming classes with Lisa. That was me! <laughs> Bet you can't catch me. I'm going to get you. All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on Story Button, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, check out the picks. Easily sortable, follow host and guest. The big guy has been killing it, continues. Although yesterday he took one, but he'll bounce back. Our top VSIN expert leaderboard, check it out. Introductory offer in just $19 right now. VSIN.com slash subscribe. Everybody's doing a great job over there. Listen, it's a busy time of the year over at VSIN.com. Of course, you've got the picks every day. Shout to Bill AD with $1,000 coming through big time. You also have the betting guides. You've got the tools. We used to update. You guys noticed this little adjustment. We used to update the splits every 10 minutes straight from DraftKings. Now we update every five minutes straight from DraftKings. And speaking of DraftKings, we're going to have Brennan White straight from the DraftKings floor on coming up in just about 15 minutes. So looking forward to that. But we welcome you back here. I'm Patrick Maher, of course, Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson. As we say hi to the boys, got plenty to do over the last 44 minutes of the program. Little three-point stance, NFL news. You know, I think the big news... A couple of stories here, boys. Uh, A-Chain is going to be out for at least four weeks with the Miami Dolphins. The big Justin Jefferson news is huge just because it's a team going the wrong way. And his contract status leaves there to be questions as to whether or not. I mean, if he's done for four weeks and they continue to lose, you may not see Justin Jefferson again this year. And then to Sean Watson, who a 233, what, 230 guaranteed uh, money as far as dollars, um, all Shaw to Deshaun Watson struggled last year. It's been okay this year, but PJ Walker potentially getting the start with the 49ers coming to town because off the bye, as you just heard from uh, our Connor, our previous guest, he hasn't practiced. So uh, those are a few of the stories coming into week six here. Yeah, tough challenge there for Tim, uh, excuse me, for PJ Walker. Tim Jenkins is the guy who coached him in the offseason. But when you look at it, it's going to be a challenge against the San Francisco team that's really just absolutely playing. Maybe not for the 49ers the best situation, but arguably the best football you've seen of a team coming out of the block in a long time, scoring over 30 points in all five games so far. Uh, I don't know if Cleveland will be able to put up enough points offensively. I think defensively they might be able to negate some of the things that the 49ers want to do because the Browns have been so good on that side of the ball. But it's hard if you're looking at an offense that potentially could be going three and out quite frequently. And the other thing, I want to go back to the point you made about Jefferson. You're absolutely right. This is, in my opinion, the best receiver in the National Football League. I got no problem if you say Devontae Adams. Uh, but if you look at this Minnesota team based on the start they've gotten off to, him being out with the injury, getting placed on injured reserve, which means he'll miss a minimum of four games. And then by the time he comes back, if this team is at two and seven, uh, two and eight, whatever the record may be, I think, Patrick, you bring up a good point. You sit there and say, hey, we're going to be paying this guy probably five years and $150 million pretty soon. Do we really want him to come back in a season where we don't have much to play for? All we could do is theoretically improve our draft stock. Yeah, and we're going to hear from uh, Kirk Cousins, I believe, with Donkey to Dustin there. Hey, Dustin, you're a big social guy. You know what's crazy is I'm sure you guys have heard, and I don't know if we even mentioned it on the show, but Dick Buckkiss, one of the greats to ever do it, he passed away. I bring it up because... Dick Buckus over the past, I don't know, maybe year and a half or so had really garnered a social media presence. He was 
The guy in his 70s, close to eight. Hold on, before you give me the stink face, he was a guy that was like 80 years old that seemed to kind of understand Twitter. Now you're giving me, you're kind of side-eyeing me right now, but here's the thing, the reason I bring it up, because you could follow along with Dick Butkus and like what he was up to in life and like clowning around about the, the bears and stuff, and then he died, and now there's still tweets coming out from the Dick Buttkiss account, and it's like his son signing off as Matt Buttkiss. So I don't know if you were looking at me side eye because the whole time it wasn't your boy Dick, aka Rich Buttkiss, but I thought he just happened to be an old man. See, because the thing is, old people shouldn't be on social media. They can be on Facebook, but if you're like sixty plus and on Twitter, obviously there's something off. <laughs> But you shouldn't be on it. Like, it's just weird to be garnering that type of attention. And I, and they just generally don't get the nuance of social. But Buckkiss was, like, pushing 80. He was killing it on No, Twitter. his tweets were great. That's how I knew it wasn't him. Also, it's the great... It's- it's the single greatest name in the history of America, Dick Butkus. I had a boxer, a dog named Butkus growing up, too. He was a wild dog. He was cra- His fart smelled so bad. The worst gas you've cool. ever smelled in your life. Uh, Butkus. Yeah. Actually, I want to change my name to, to Dick Butkus so that when we go to my picks every week, we can call him Dick's Picks. <laughs> Such an idiot. Okay, so what you're saying is that wasn't actually Dick Butkus. There's a, I, I will tell you. Dick Butkus died last week, never even knowing his login info for his Twitter. <laughs> you're, probably, you're probably right. That's it, but it, it was tinged with old man tweets. No, yeah, he, kind of he current, probably, you know what yeah, I'm saying? It, it probably pulled some from like some vibes or things he sort of said in the real world that his son or whoever's running it was like, oh, we're going to fire this one off. It's going to do well. You think Dick Butkus knew how to do two-factor authorization no. on getting into his account? No. No. Whatever Speaking it's called. <laughs> Speaking of which, you, your mom and dad, wonderful people, are coming to town this weekend. Are you actually going to have a sit-down face-to-face with your dad about tweeting? Uh, well, yeah. Let me see if he's tweeted in a while. I had to uh, mute him just because his one of his tweets popped up in my... Uh, by the way, if it's you're okay. Up- you could just give us an example. Like, for example, I think he was tweeting at the Baltimore Orioles, expecting the Oriole organization to write him back. Is that fair? He No, he tweeted at a random prospect that was traded for Jack Flaherty, a kid I've never even heard of. <laughs> Good luck, Drew. You'll always be a part of the orange and black. You'll do great for the Redbirds. <laughs> See, that's sweet. But the problem is, and there's the nuance of Maul and Dustin, the problem is your father, who obviously is older, he's your dad, he tweets at prospects thinking they're just going to be like, hey, thanks for writing. Anyway, like that is the disconnect with the elderly and in social media. Yeah, and if you want uh, some insight into kind of the, uh, the DNA I come from, not exactly like top grade, top, what, what's the meat? At the butcher shop. Like, what's the lowest one of American meat? That's whatever I come from. Why are you going to clown your parents now? Yeah, clowned me too. They created me. They took two people with bad DNA, and that's how I came to be. Uh, (laughs) My dad's tweeting about how there's... He thinks that the Colts-Jets Super Bowl that Joe Namath won was fixed. He will... (laughs) He will go to his grave believing that that game was fixed. There was no reason for Johnny Unitas not to come in for Earl Morale and save the day and for the Colts to beat the Jets. The Jets had no business winning the game. He had a, his last tweet was on uh, September 12th. Thank God he didn't have like a, a tweet the day before, some weird stuff. Uh, talking about how there's a curse on the Colts since they lost that Super Bowl. Meanwhile, they've won a Super Bowl since. Well, Okay. My point was Dick Buttkiss was funny on Twitter, RIP. Now I realize it was Matt Buttkiss, his son, tweeting the whole time. That kind of stinks. Well, it's kind of like, like how I use you. I run your Twitter account. <laughs> Whatever it is. And I couldn't log into the rap radio if there was a gun to my head. <laughs> <laughs> and like people will DM the account thinking they're talking to you. And then they'll go, here's my number. DM me or send me a text. And then they get a text. and It's me like this shirtless. And the girls are very disappointed. <laughs> That's hilarious. You should totally do that. Um, all right. Do we want to hear from Cousins? Because Cousins, we were just talking about Justin Jefferson and Cousins in Minnesota. So we do have. Yeah, it's a quick. I believe Kirk. Okay. Let's hear from uh, our boy, Kirk Cousins, quarterback of the Vikings. Kirk, is there any scenario where you would waive your no trade clause before the trade deadline? You know, I'm just very focused on the Bears and going 1-0 this week. And anything else is just not worth my 
time or energy or attention. You if buy her that? cousins comes to your house and he's dating your daughter, you call BS within two seconds of that Eddie Haskell ass. <laughs> and you're just like, there's, there is, look, you're just too perfect. Okay. There's just something wrong here. Every answer is perfection. I agree. And by the way, I don't think the Jets would trade for him. And it has nothing to do with anything about Kirk Cousins and him fitting and all that. I think it would make Aaron Rodgers so angry. If Kirk Cousins stepped in and took that team deep into the playoffs, he'd be so bitter. Aaron Rodgers wouldn't be on that team next year. That's, it's interesting. I, I mean, look, Kirk's got a ceiling. We all know what it is. Basically, he can get you to the first round of the playoffs. Maybe if you get lucky, you can get to the second round. But at the end of the day, if you're Minnesota, it's not a bad move. If you get something in return for him, you're probably not going to bring him back. Why not put yourself in a position to get a higher draft pick? There's a plethora of quarterbacks next year. There's some talent in this draft. Take a look at rebuilding your team in that direction. While I tend to agree, I think Washington to this day ruse the day they moved on and jerked around with Cousins. And if we put Cousins on San Francisco right now, they're a freaking wagon still. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, I think there's about 10 guys we can put on the Niners and they're okay. But that's the that is yeah. my point about cousins. Like cousins, now it's not going to be San Francisco. But if you put cousin, if you put cousins in the right spot, yeah, I think he's. I think he. I don't think it'd be a shock. Nick Foles won a Super Bowl, boys. <laughs> I think I want Kirk Cousins to win a Super Bowl more than I want any other quarterback to win a Super Bowl, just because so many people would have to go back and and eat crow on it. There is less than a 0% chance he's ever gone to bed without brushing his teeth. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's the biggest secret he's kept from his parents in his lifetime. <laughs> no, he, the one time he didn't floss. He tells his kids, if you don't floss, you won't get into heaven. <laughs> what? <laughs> Brennan White, DraftKings next. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, we got to take a break and talk about Zen nicotine pouches. We're always debating here on Sharp Money what a team needs to do to get to number one, but Zen nicotine pouches are already there. It's helped millions of people achieve lasting change, earning the title of America's number one nicotine pouch. You can find your Zen at your local convenience store or online at Zyn.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. As a warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Okay, got you back here. Sharp Money. I'm Patrick Maher, Amal Shaw. We're waiting on Brennan White, who is DraftKings U.S. trading team lead there on the DraftKings floor. We're going to talk to Brennan on Thursdays moving forward. Amal, just quickly taking a look at the market tonight. you got a game four in Philly. Uh, we were kind of joking around a little bit earlier. I, I think I walked you and Dustin into the wrong Spencer Strider spot because in the end, you're both on Strider. $1.48, eight and a half on the total. I, my expectations for Suarez would be Suarez three to four innings, then Thompson goes straight to the bullpen, right? Yeah, absolutely right. Okay. And you, you would expect uh, Suarez is going to be on a short leash. Philly's got to try and close it out today. Okay. Okay. Uh, sorry to interrupt, but we do have our buddy uh, DraftKings U.S. trading team lead, Brennan White, who is going to be joining us. Thrilled about this. Thursday's moving forward during the football season, of course, straight from the trading floor there at DraftKings. Brennan White joins us now. We talked to Brennan prior to the NFL draft and excited to talk to him prior to week six. Hi, Brennan. Thanks for joining. I, I'm. We can't see you right now, but if we were to see you, are you wearing a Denver Broncos jersey today? Because I'm guessing some liability there, no? Hey guys. Yeah, no, it's great to be back on the show. Uh, I am not wearing a Broncos Jersey, but about half the guys in the office seem to be, uh, it's certainly the team that we're going to need tonight. The chiefs have been the popular pick all week. Obviously they've beaten Denver 15 straight matchups and Denver's looked really bad this season. Their defense especially is an area that people are concerned about. They've given up 31 to the jets, 28 to the bears. And of course, 70 to the dolphins. Their defense is hurt. They can't stop anybody on the ground. And, of course, we know how explosive the Chiefs' offense is. So we're looking at quite a bit of liability on the Chiefs, the over. Uh, all the Chiefs players to go over their player props, especially Travis Kelsey. Um, he's been by far most popular player for people to bet on since the Taylor Swift romance. So 
we certainly are rooting for Denver to not only win cover, but if they can shut the Chiefs offense down. Brennan, when you look at this total, we talked about it a little bit earlier because Patrick mentioned we could have potential wind gust up to 30 miles an hour. Have you guys taken some action one way or the other in this one? We see it came down a little bit, but has that continued to be the trend? Yeah, the totals come down a little bit, uh, obviously, based on those weather concerns. This is a situation where this is very much a Sharps versus Squares uh, play. Our public bettors are all on the over. They're looking at the matchup. I'm not sure they've even looked at the weather reports. Our sharper bettors are very, very heavily shaded towards the under. Uh, we've seen them hit the alt-unders as well. Our kind of trading pricing strategy at the moment is very much kind of keeping both of those things in mind. I wouldn't be surprised if this wasn't a primetime game and it took place on a Sunday morning if the total was somewhere in the you know, mid-44, 40, 45 range. Our buddy Brennan White joining us, and we're thrilled to have Brennan every Thursday here on Sharp Money, the rest of the football season, U.S. trading team lead at Brennan White 14 on Twitter. Brennan, let's jump to Saturday. We've just been so excited about this matchup in the Pac-12, Oregon at Washington. I'm curious, is sitting there three, really hasn't budged off of three, and 67 and a half on the total. Do you have liability either way, Brennan, as far as Oregon and Washington? You know, we don't. And it's interesting. It's been very balanced. Uh, like you mentioned, the spread hasn't moved very much. Uh, there is a, you know, a public favoring of the over, but that's something that we'll see in most sort of key Saturday college football games. Um, I think it's a situation where both these teams are having you know, very great seasons and they have big fan bases and people are rooting for lots of points and not necessarily one term or the other. It'll be interesting to see as Saturday goes along uh, if we do see action one way or the other, but I'd be surprised if we move off that key number of three. Brennan, money's been coming in, or at least the line has moved in favor of Notre Dame against USC. Are you a little bit surprised by this simply based on Notre Dame losing at Louisville? We saw them be fortunate against Duke, the, the bad coaching at the end of the game against Ohio State, and then, of course, just the, what Caleb Williams is and how electric he's been for the last couple of seasons. You know, a little bit, although you, you did mention Duke is coming off really three straight, very difficult matchups. The thing is, though, USC has not looked very good, uh, and they've been in very high-profile situations. You know, obviously last week having to go to multiple overtimes at home against Arizona, and then the week before playing Colorado, everybody watched that game because it was Colorado. And I think people have seen their defense look very poor, and this is not something that's started this season, obviously. They had the same problem last season. So I do think that, you know, people have watched those performances, been very underwhelmed. They know Caleb Williams is the real thing and that they're going to score points. I just don't know if they think that'll be enough. Speaking of Colorado, I'll be fascinated to hear what you think is going to happen tomorrow night. Stanford at Colorado, Brennan. My assumption is you're going to have big time uh, Colorado liability. Is that fair? Yeah, that's definitely fair. Um, of the games Colorado has played this year, when they win and cover, there are worst performing games of the entire season. And when they don't, there are best performing games. Uh, we wow. clearly are always rooting against them. Um, they have five of the eight highest turnover games of the season in college football. The coach prime effect is real. And tomorrow they're in a spot where they're not competing against the other sports. There's no baseball playoff games. So all eyes will be on that game. Uh, it'll be national televised on ESPN and we will need Colorado to not win, not cover. Um, you know, we're looking at <laughs> quite a bit of liability on them in all of the derivative markets as well. So we clearly have a running interest, but you know, the people that are all over Colorado uh, maybe aren't the biggest college football fans. And we've seen a tremendous impact just to the sport overall with people being drawn in this year because of coach prime. Brennan, how difficult is your guys' job now making lines? I know we're in week six, week seven of the college football season, but in terms of uh, before the season starts and kind of putting a gauge on a team when you have so many transfers coming into a program or leaving a program. Yeah, it is definitely a challenge, uh, and it's something that I think results in a lot more variance in the college game from week to week. You know, we have those early season games, but a lot of times the big teams are playing cupcakes. So right now is the part of the season where we're really looking at getting as much information from these matchups as we can. 
And we're kind of not afraid to make significant team strength adjustments from week to week based off of the performance of the players that haven't been with the program previously. Okay, Brennan, if half the trading floor right now at DraftKings is wearing a Denver Bronco jersey, I'm assuming the other half Texas Rangers, right? Can you let the audience know what's going on with Houston and the Rangers at a big bet you took? Yep, we did take a large wager from Mattress Mac uh, in September on the Astros. Uh, we have more liability on them to win the World Series than we've ever had on any future in our book, uh, primarily because of that action. We need the Rangers uh, quite badly, but you know they've looked really good. Uh, and I think that there's a good chance that Scherzer comes back. There's a debate in the room about how much impact that will have and you know what type of pitch count he'll be on. But given that this is an inner Texas series, uh, we, you know, probably won't see the same type of home field advantage that we might normally for the Astros. Um, so I think, you know, despite all that liability, our, our hopes are high that the Rangers can pull it off. Brennan, you just mentioned something that's interesting. Take us a little bit behind the scenes in terms of you, you might have one point of view. Some of the other traders that work for you or work with you might have a different perspective. Tell us a little bit of how you reach a consensus or what the determining factors are when you're either setting a line, a season win total, or a number on a series or something to that effect, how you kind of work it or iron it out when there's difference of opinions. Yeah, of course. You know, one of the things that is great about DraftKings is we really do try to get past just what our quantitative models are telling us. And that involves looking for situations where, you know, we might need to shade one way or the other off of that projection. And we have a lot of smart guys, a lot of people with a lot of sport knowledge, access to, you know, information that can, you know, chime in when they think they have a strong opinion. And we, we do that in a very analytical way and we compile all of that feedback. And ultimately, you know, we have some person who is in charge of, pricing for each of the major sports. It's their decision, but they're very good about taking that sort of group information into account when we make those decisions. And ultimately, when we put up those prices, we're not tied to them. We let the market tell us, you know, information we don't have. We let our sharper betters guide us into, you know, places that we wouldn't have maybe gone otherwise. Uh, So it really is the full process of utilizing as much information as we can. Yeah, the modeling and the human element is what makes the books versus the better such a fun sport. It really is. Brennan White, great job. We're looking forward to this Thursday and following Thursdays as far as you joining us from the trading floor there at DraftKings. Thank you so much, Brennan. Appreciate you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Okay, Brennan White, of course, U.S. trading team lead at DraftKings at Brennan White 14 on Twitter. Looking forward to that spot. Moving forward, when we return, we're going to close some tabs, get some bets in, in the top 10. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids, where episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We learned how to recycle at the beach. That was great fun. Callie, what do you say? It was. And that time when we did the science experiment and Billy made raisins dance. That is so cool, Billy. He did. <laughs> Not to mention when a certain Elliot took up swimming classes with Lisa. That was me! <laughs> Bet you can't catch me. I'm going to get you. All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on StoryButton, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Don't forget on DraftKings Sportsbook this season, new customers can bet $5 and pocket $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, all customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Download the app and use the promo code SHARP when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. All right. As we welcome you back here, Sharp Money. Thank you again to Brennan off the DraftKings trading floor for joining us. He said, big-time liability tonight on uh, Kansas City, of course, the under, excuse me, over liability. And then Travis Kelsey, uh, Amal Shaw, Dustin Swedelson, I'm Patrick Maher. Dustin's got a bunch of bets. Old first half Swede to get to here in just a second. But I, I will say we joked about the, um, you know, you're going to hear incessantly from Al Michaels and uh, who's on with Al on Thursday Kirk, nights? Kirk Herbstreit. Oh, that's right. You Herb don't Street. remember because he doesn't want to be there either. Neither of them want to be there. You're going to hear from them tonight talking a lot about Taylor Swift and the hard asses are going to come out of the woodworks and say, what's the deal? What's up? This should be about football and get angry about Taylor. So first off, if you're angry about Taylor Swift, you just don't like ice cream. You like, should listen to her angry? music. It'll put you so in a great Who gets mood. angry about Taylor Swift? She's so like, Al, Al said it's going to be in moderation tonight. Oh, he did. Yeah. Is, is that what he said? Yeah. But the reason I bring it up is because um, as a trader, you heard like, there's going to be more liability because people look for angles all the time. And they do think there is a part of wanting to peacock or flex in front of his girl. And you know, there are random people that are signing up for accounts across the country every single day. And just the conversation around Travis Kelsey, people suggestively gravitate towards playing on them. That's just the way it is. So if you are a guy that goes contrarian or a girl that goes contrarian, you look at those props that might be inflated because of the swift effect. I'm not kidding. And maybe go the other way. You guys are laughing, but that's just the way it is. Like, this is the way the market works. Don't disagree. I mean, you look at the fan interest, it's gone through the roof. The bigger concern I have is Travis Kelsey's expected to probably go in this one. He's coming off the ankle issue he had against Minnesota. And Patrick, I think it's crucial for this team now just across the board, but it went, particularly in the red zone, we know how good Kelsey is and what a safety valve for Patrick Mahomes he is in so many situations. I'd love to hate on it, and I'd love to find a way to fade Travis Kelsey, but as long as he's on the field, you can't because he's one half of one of the greatest quarterback receiving duos we've ever seen in the history of the NFL. His receiving prop set at 63 and a half, and we don't even know how good his ankle is tonight. I don't know if you could still find a six and a half in the market. It was this morning, but I'm looking right now. See what DraftKings has for that first half, big guy, because if it's six and a half, a lot of books are showing seven. Oh, then I'm Kansas not City lane seven first half. If it's six and a half, you lay it. If it's seven, six and, you and stay a half DraftKings, but it's minus one twenty two juice right now. Well, still better than a seven, obviously. So um, what's the total? This is fascinating because, again, you've got a total uh, as far as the full game of right around what? Forty seven boys. Yeah. And uh, again, I think this is going to be a tale of two halves. I think this could be one of the more boring second halves we've seen. I'll be very curious to see what the second half total is posted. Oh. My guess is it's right around 21 and a half, 22. I'll say somewhere in there. So the total of the game, 47 down. By the way, I have a note on that. Patrick Mahomes is 49 and 0 straight up when the total of the game is 49 points or less. What? 49 and oh, I swear to God. That's the most say that insane stat I've ever heard. <laughs> Let me make sure I got this right. Uh, Mahomes is 49 and 0 straight up when the total is 49 or less. I don't know. I don't I don't know about that. Yeah, I, was I, say. I don't. I'm not saying you're wrong. Well, I didn't do the research. That, what, I, I stole it off someone. But from he's Twitter. not saying you're right either. <laughs> I can't. I just. That's one of those that I just have to run away from. I, I'm sorry. I it's don't just know. straight up, though. It's not. There's no ATS there. No, but even still, right? Like the, the the games that they've lost, you're telling me that every game the total's 50 or over. Sorry, got the number wrong. 27 and 0. All right, maybe it's a little more manageable. Mahomes but and the Chiefs are an impressive 27 and 0 in his career, where the total is no more than 49. 
Okay. Too many well, numbers. That's a lot of numbers. Drop drop back yardage, big guy. Drop back yardage. <laughs> yards yards for yards attempt. per drop back. <laughs> All right, boys. Uh, I I know you have a running back prop tonight. Again, six and a half. I'd laid in the first half. I see a bunch of shops showing seven. Wouldn't go there. I'd play a little extra juice on the six and a half. You got a, a running back prop, big guy. Yeah, Jared McKinnon over twenty six and a half rushing plus receiving yards. Look, when you look back at some of these game logs, these running backs have put up against this Denver defense. Uh, Jacobs went for 71 on the ground. Brian Robinson had total between uh, catching and, and rushing 131. Mostert and A-Chain literally went for almost 400 yards combined. Khalil Herbert had 122 combined for Chicago. I think it's a situation where Kansas City is going to get up and they're not going to want to hurt Pacheco and lose him for any amount of time. I think Pacheco comes out. All I need is one or two big plays from McKinnon and we're over this total. Just as a note, two of the slower teams as far as tempo as well. If you're thinking of going under again, you're not getting the best of it with an opener of 51. Some showing 51 and a half down to 47, but strong gusts, gusts over 30 miles an hour, sustained 14 to 15 mile an hour winds. Uh, so that's where we sit right there. Anything else from you, Amal, on this one? No, I think this is going to be kind of an inside. I'm hoping the Broncos jump out early, maybe seven-point lead or something like that, get a much better number on the in-play on Kansas City, especially if it comes down below that touchdown. I'd love to take a shot with the Chiefs there. Okay. Now, as far as college football tonight, if there's any tabs before you get out of here, big guy, for the week, if there's any tabs you want to close, feel free to jump in there. Uh, one, we're actually going against what our buddy um, – Josh Applebaum said, Josh is going with Houston today. I, I, are we still the three of us? I know, Dustin, you were a little lukewarm. I do like West Virginia. If it's sitting three, I'll lay the three with West Virginia at Houston. Amal, how about you? I'm feeling third-degree burns with Mountaineers here. I'm sorry. I can't take Houston. I get the contrarian play in the NFL because I think the teams are much more comparable. This, I've watched Houston play three times already this They're year. They're not good. They're not good. <laughs> They're not good. And look, if I get beat, I get beat. But this is a play I make 100 times out of 100. I do like the under better. It's a no bet for me, but I like the under better. But the the side to me, if you're going to bet, is West Virginia. You can't bet on Holgie Bear in Houston right now. I'm up to three and a half in a couple of spots. You won't go as Dana Holgerson for Halloween, Dustin. Honestly, he has more hair than me right now. I was going to say, you're going to have to grow out the back end. All you need to do is just play. you got the perfect lettuce for it because you can just find one of those wigs where you just you paste like a blonde wig <laughs> mullet. <laughs> A Kentucky waterfall, Kentucky and you're good to go. Is that a phrase, Kentucky waterfall? <laughs> that is, is fantastic. Kentucky waterfall that. is the mullet. I've never heard that. I love now that. you have. I love it. All right, I got some have. tabs we can close. Yeah, let's close them out. Uh, Acapulco, you know, people reference it all the time. I've never whoa, been on a whoa, Acapulco. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Acapulco? Acapulco? Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> oh, my. Whoa. What? Don't say anything, please. Just for a, I just want to let that sit there for. What is wrong with you, Acapulco? You want to? Ch- I'm all. It's a like, U, not an O. Acapulco. Uh, my, uh, thank you. Well, my thank point you. was I, that I didn't know where it was. That's why Mexico? I brought it up. It's in Mexico. I googled Acapulco? it. Acapulco. <laughs> Acapulco. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying the le- you guys don't know how to pronounce the, the letter. One of the most bo- one of the most like absolutely botched pronunciations of anything that's ever existed no. in broadcast history. I don't even know where it is, but I know I'm saying it right. Acapulco. Okay. Where's Puka Nakua from? Acapulco? Acapulco. I'm right. You guys are so wrong. Oh my god. It's insane how wrong you are. Okay. Well, what's the point about Acapulco? Oh, I didn't know where it was, and I had to Google it when you said it earlier. It's in Mexico. <laughs> okay. Well, what you're talking about is in, like, Colombia, because it doesn't exist in Mexico. So <laughs> cool, 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 cool with that. Acapulco, what a way to go out for the week. My gosh, that's going to stop. I'm going to laugh about that all day. Anything else? Uh, you mentioned the fantasy suites from The Bachelor. I would like to make a reservation, because I Googled it, and the Today Show had this. Uh, the intention of the fantasy suite is to give the lead cat lead some camera free time to explore his ahem, intimate connection with his three remaining suitors. I would like to go there. How do I reserve a room? Is it on kayak.com? <laughs> fantasy suite. 
the I don't the little I know about Bachelor, that's just where they go to hit skins, right? Yeah, but he <laughs> apparently gets to go back there with three of them. I think it's one at a time. Oh. Yeah, but yes. Yeah, well, I mean, he's an old man. He's a lot of blue pills involved. Are you think? Are you, now you have the day off tomorrow? Are you thinking about vacationing in uh, Acapulco? <laughs> yeah, you, I'm glad you said it correctly. Acapulco. <laughs> have you ever been to Cancun? <laughs> no, that's a U. So you have to pronounce the U correctly. Cancun, Acapulco. <laughs> Maybe you guys okay. just can't spell. It's not that you can't speak. I guess everybody who lives there in the state of Guerrero are also wrong in their pronunciation. Right? Acapulco. I go- Google's <laughs> never lied to me once. Well, some of us will be grinding on a Friday. I'm all Shaw. I'll see you tomorrow. Yes, sir. Dustin Sweetelson, well-deserved day off. Enjoy it. Uh, I want to thank Brennan a White for joining us, Connor Allen, Andy Staples, and Josh Applebaum. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.